Hello flat poppers, it's Tom here, apologising for the lack of a recent episode, sorry about that, um, I've been busy um, acting in various parts of the country and Imogen is busy transcending her species. So in the meantime I thought I'd dig out a bit of classic flat pop and what I've got here is a 2018 review that Imogen and I did uh, right at the beginning of 2019. So first off, obviously bear in mind this is pre-Covid, it's also uh, pre a lot of stuff, particularly the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. So bear that in mind when uh, we start talking about Johnny Depp. Um, also, during the recording, you will hear my dog Fergal. You'll also hear him playing with a toy. Enjoy that. I certainly did on a re-listen. In the 2018 review, we look at Drake's uh, God Plan. We look at Janelle Monet's Pink, Calvin Harris and Sam Smith's Promises, and Childish Gambino's This Is America. Uh, have a listen. I hope you enjoyed. It's a much longer episode than normal. It's about an hour and a half. Plenty for you guys to sink your ears into, if that makes sense. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Here we go. Let's do an old classic flat pop. Woo! Hello everybody, uh, welcome to Flat Pop. Uh, my name is Thomas Wilshire and I'm joined as ever by Imogen Harris. It's a tremendous pleasure to be here Tom, in 2019. I know, look at that. Yes. Uh, this is our first recording in a while. Yep. Um, what have you been doing in the last year and a half? What, me? Yeah. Oh, you know, all sorts of exciting, dramatic um, achievements. It's oh, been great. All manner of achievements. <laughs> yeah, I've been, so achievement a week it's been, really? 2018. I'm so delighted full for of you. Achievements. Yeah, how about good. you? How, how many achievements? Oh no, mostly failures. My end. Ah, okay. oh, sadly, that's, that's a sad thing. I'm going to turn it around this year, though. <laughs> starting with a, con- a fantastic podcast. Yes. Well, to celebrate 2019, we're going to look back, back to 2018. Yes, exactly. So sorry about. I don't think we did any podcast in 2018. No, 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 no we all, didn't. But we're going to do them all now. Mm. So strap in, listeners. Yeah, for a, a, a special four-hour-long episode <laughs> today, we're kicking off with Drake. Drake, and it's called God's Plan, isn't yeah, or it? Or Drake's Plan, might or, be. Or Drake's it's Plan. It's easy to confuse the two, I think. It is. When you watch that video. Would you like to talk the listeners through the action <laughs> of the video, Imogen? Well, the, the video, the thing is, right, the video cost like $900,000 unchanged, like basically a million dollars. Yeah. And instead of that, they decided to just give the money away, which is really laudable. Like, that's really good. I'm sure they did some good stuff, and I'm not opposed to giving to charity, and I'm not saying that Drake's only motivation was cynical self-promotion. I'm not saying that that was his only motivation. He does give money away in the video. He does. It's exclusively him giving money away. But the thing is, well, so you see Drake going around and doing things like signing big checks for organisations and going into, uh, like, there's a grocery store and he gets on the tanner and he tells everyone that their purchases are free and they, they're so happy, they're happy faces, and he, he sneaks up on young girls and uh, <laughs> you need to put that into context. It does. There's some girls. Uh, they sat there, mind their own business. On you know, being filmed, they know they're being filmed. Presumably, there's a yes. I, straight up, I assume they've been told that. Yes, and because sorry, go on. Put 
but but do put him Sorry, thinking just enjoying up my delicious captain morgan's canned mojito if captain morgan are listening i would like to sponsor us <laughs> they do we're drinking a selection of canned cocktails today yes, aren't we which i brought with me to celebrate so tom it's a surprise in every mouth oh, it's, it's, it really is um the, the first one was an archers and lemonade which was which was incredibly sweet mm, wasn't it that yeah. was like drinking syrup this one is a, a mojito. Yeah, it's a Captain Morgan's white spiced rum and mojito, mint mojito or something. We both agreed that the first mouthful, quite surprisingly pleasant, quite pleasant, but it it it, it, mm. it yeah it doesn't it doesn't carry on like that, does no, it? It doesn't. Yeah, the second, <laughs> unlike most alcoholic drinks, the third and fourth mouthfuls are less pleasant. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's not like a bad bottle of wine where by the second glass you're like it's fine actually. Yeah, no, no, no. This, this just degenerates, doesn't it? My teeth are starting to hurt. Anyway, so on with, with Drake's plan. Yes. So yeah, he goes around neighbourhoods and he gives out money in cash bundles and his favourite thing to do is to stand suspiciously close to some unsuspecting people. <laughs> and then when mm. they finally notice him, you know, they shriek or cry or are overwhelmed by... Fortunately, they all know who he is, <laughs> don't they? If he was stood next to either one of us, I don't think... <laughs> no, I wouldn't That have... money no, would not no, be coming no. our way. Um, on the subject of the money... So, he, he, if mm, I could chip in, please do. I'm okay with him giving big checks. Yep, that there's something fine. like a big check. It's, I, th- I think we all understand like the, the photo opness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to me, but he he starts handing out fucking dirty great wads of cash. Mad wads of cash. Like people. like drug dealer money, mm. isn't it? You know, like enormous wads of cash, and he gives them to crying people. Mm. There's a lot of like, yeah, they're tight on their faces. These people sobbing in you know, pathetic gratitude. It's a bit demeaning, it isn't is it? It's demeaning. It is. It's hugely demeaning. This video, I think. Because the thing is, I mean, it's oh, it's good to give charity, but what the focus on this is not on these people and their lives and why their lives are difficult or what they might be doing in their charitable foundation, what they exactly. might be using that money for. It's all about Drake and his godlikeness and his generosity and his kindness in in giving all this money away and you know liking to see their crying snot filled faces as they weep in gratitude and kiss the hem of his robe. Like it. It's kind yeah. of pretty distasteful. It's hugely distasteful that the, the the class and humility of anonymous mm. donation is lost on Drake. Yeah, like you, it's only clearly only worth donating any money or, or being benevolent in, in a way if you get to go. Look, everyone, look at how generous I am. Aren't I great? <laughs> like oh, that's grateful the... for me. Yeah. What would you do without me? Die probably. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. quite. It is kind of there's a yeah there's a, a self-aggrandizement about it which is pretty. Oh, it's messianic. Like it's isn't it? He yeah. thinks it's, it's. He thinks he's doing God's work. Yeah, I mean, no, that is, it, that's the state. He has a massive messiah complex. Um, I think in this video, it is distasteful is the mm. word. And I I found the dirty wads of cash. Yeah. I found people who might as well they're, they're completely anonymous to us. Yes. Even the charitable. I mean, okay, they might not want to give out the names or the situations of these people. I can see why they wouldn't for their privacy. Although showing their crying faces is fine. But you know, even the charitable foundations, we don't know the names of them. No. We don't see their logo. We don't see the work that they do. We don't see anything active about no. them that you know might. If you're going to give these people a plat, this like charity a platform might be quite good to say. You know the. Uh, so, sorry, that squeaking noise is me. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that's. Um, you had that put in this year, didn't you? Yeah, that's one of the things I did in 2018. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a squeaker. So that is the dog, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, Fergal. Yeah. So if you had, you know, if these charities are going to be featured in this video, it might be quite good if we knew the name of the charity or their work that they do, their logo, perhaps, and you know, it might encourage other people to donate to them and support them to look into them or to donate to similar organisations. That kind of thing that might be a beneficial. No, no, no. It's all about. Drake, Drake signing the cheque, who to, doesn't matter, look how happy they are. 
it's truly nauseating. Mm. I halfway through, I decided like he was detestable. Yeah. He's got this kind of self-satisfied, smug face. Yeah, kind of, hey, look at me, aren't I doing good? Like, oh, I'm just like a normal person to people. Look, I do this good and, shit. Like, oh. And actually, according to the opening of the video, which is just like some text on the screen saying the the, mm. the music video was going to cost just shy of a million, we'd give it away instead. It's not even his money that he's giving away. No, that's a good point. No, so it's is, not... He's, this it, is the record label's budget. He's owning it. <gasps> As if it's I his money. Yeah. It's not his. It's so. What he's trying to get credit for is the appropriation of money. Mm. I, I don't know. I just the whole thing is is also shocking. Him, hang on, uh, hang on. So that money would have gone. Would have been paid on camera people, on setups, yes. on stunts. All of those people now don't have that work. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah. So thanks, Drake. So yeah, you're right. God, I never thought it's not even yeah. Drake's cash. No, it's not his it's money. Like he pays for his own video. If, if at the beginning it said, um, "I've decided oh, to give away a million pounds," mm. then I, I would actually find the whole thing a lot more palatable. Yeah. No. Because that's... because and I, I it is worth saying, I suppose, that in the space of this music video, he gives away more money than I'm ever going to give away in my life. Yeah. At the end of the day. He is giving money clearly to people who are grateful mm-hmm. to receive it. That's all I can see. Yep, all I'm you sure can say is they're grateful to receive it. You assume that they're I'm in sure need of it. I'm sure researchers did their research and found out that, yeah, these people would benefit. But, but also, and I, I, this is potentially a sensitive topic, mm-hmm. this is not the first time that I've been annoyed by charitable actions. <laughs> Right. Tom hates charity. Well, I've He's compiled really a list does. of my top five annoying charitable acts. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay. Cool. And okay. I would like you to chip in very Fair much enough. with I've, your own. I've thought of my I've currently thought of my least favourite charity. I've got two. Okay, least favourite charities. Yeah, I, my I, least favourite charity. I have things that people do in aid of charity that oh, okay, annoy okay, me. Okay. So fun runs in general. Yep. I'm I I'm fed up and bored of people asking me to fund their their, their mm. fun runs. I understand it's it's the trouble is because it's for charity it's kind of above criticism isn't it I mean I'll be honest they do, fun runs don't annoy, annoy me so much because I think it's sometimes it's a good reminder and you think cool I'll bung them 20 quid um, but I think I think All there are t- things on that list that are going to annoy me more than fun runs okay fun runs okay I think sponsored facial hair growth should be banned yeah it's just really tedious like I'd again it, it's not the charity that I object to it's the manner in which you're raising the money yeah. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, it's pretty like attention grabbing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This one's going to be controversial. Ooh, okay. But I thought that the Blue Peter water appeal ruined (laughs) Blue Peter, (laughs) and I stopped watching Blue Peter (laughs) as a result. At the age of only because 27, I, you oh, just kept on banging on about it. Okay, so what, what was it particularly? I don't recall this. I mean, I mean, they, they do want all, there's always okay. a, an appeal on, and they, they have a, a, oh. a, a big chart with uh-huh. a, yeah. you know. And again, I understand it's for a good cause. Yeah. But every episode, they had to go to the fucking chart and. Some... What did you have to do? Like send in bottles? No, no, no. Just, it, I just, I just thought, come on, come on, Connie Huck. I want to see you, you know, go potholing or something. I don't oh, want God, to see I'm you. I'm so stand... glad you finished that sentence. <laughs> come so on, wanna... Connie Huck. If you really <laughs> care about the water, you know what you need to do. Like, oh, God. No, 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 no. I mean, I, all of this is very much tongue in cheek. Okay. I hope everyone appreciates any kind of collaborative pop song. Yeah, no, that's just annoying. That's yeah, just uh, yeah. It worked once. Give it up, guys. Um, and um, any any cause that is uh, no, this is actually charity specific mm-hmm. that is so niche it's kind of indulgent you know like old people you know 
pretty niche. <laughs> I don't tend to ever be old, and I'm sure, and no, I don't no. know anyone who you does. Know, like, I'll, I'll happily chuck a few quid like to some children, but like old people, come on. You consider them just like a waste of resources. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you know. Essentially, you put fun runs on that. Sorry. It's, it's all right. You really, honestly, no one's gonna listen. No one's gonna listen. Um, yeah, when people do the like, oh, I'm gonna hike Machu Picchu or something, or like yes. I'm gonna walk on the Great Wall of China or bicycle around China. So that sounds great. Can I come? Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. This sounds like a lovely holiday, yeah, doesn't it? It's really exciting and interesting. Um, no, my two least favourite charities, in reverse order, is in second place, Eaton School. Is that a charity? Yep. Most of the private schools and uh, public schools are, and by public schools, I mean public schools in the British sense, not the American sense. I wonder if. are registered charities, um, which is, I think we can all agree, obscene. Um, but I my, did not know that. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I know that in that registered with charitable status, like it gives you tax exemptions and shit like that. But yeah, yeah, that's pretty good, right? But my least favourite charity of all time is Homeopaths Without Borders, which is a genuine organisation, which <laughs> you'd think, right, that this was people who strongly but wrongly believed in homeopathy, but believed in it so much that they sent homeopaths into war zones and crises to administer homeopathic treatment, which would be bad enough in itself, okay? Right. But they would at least be standing by their principles. They believe that homeopathy helps people, wrongly, and believe that it can help in these situations. <laughs> Actually, what it is, is a charity which goes to not war zones or crisis areas or anything like that. Um, they just go to places in the third world and teach people how to be homeopaths. So uh. they don't risk their own skin. They're not standing by what they believe. And they are... Perpetrating actively spreading nonsense, nonsense and <laughs> literally endangering, making these people's lives worse by telling them that, that that magic water can treat their illnesses. And it's uh, yeah, so least favorite charity ever, homeopaths without borders. Wow! And you know the, the sheer arrogance of them naming themselves sort of in the snow clone of you know doctors without borders, medicine sans frontier, who do amazing work and really brave stuff. Yeah, and you know actually do help people. So they've decided that they're basically like that, except with magic water. Oh, great. Well, I mean, I think we agree that Drake's music video is shit. And all charity is terrible, I think. Yeah, yes, no, yeah, yeah. so we can, yeah. yeah. Bottom line, think... charity in general is 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 annoying, mm. but more annoying is Drake's music video. Yes. I'm quickly, no, go, 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 go. I was going to say, I don't think we can discuss Drake without discussing the Kissing the 17-Year-Old video, which has surfaced this oh. uh, this week. Oh, I missed this. Uh, yes, well, Drake in a bit of hot water, um, and deservedly so, because a video has surfaced from, I think it was about 10 years ago, when he was 23, he gets a female fan who was 17 at the time up on stage um, and kisses her, which kind of sounds okay, like, in that there's a... He kisses, you know, a lot of musicians do that really cheesy thing where they get a fan up on stage and, you know, they sing, sing to them or give Barry Manley or they yes. dance with Bruce Springsteen or that kind of thing or they play a song for you. He wouldn't be able to sing Mandy to you because you're Imogen. He has too many <laughs> syllables. Imogen. Yeah, no, no, no. He'd have to see, he'd, he'd get you up and he'd ask you your name and he'd say, I'm Imogen. He'd go, Oh, sorry, oh, look, we're going to have to sit down. Sometimes they call me Chimpo and he'd have to sing the song to Chimpo. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so she gets yeah, her, sorry, he gets, gets her up on stage, stage um, and I've seen that well, actually do you know what I can only watch half the video because it made me feel sad and cold inside mm. um, because there's sort of kind of two ways to slice this which is he's 23 she's 17 that's not in and of itself a disgusting age gap it's not that strange to get a fan up on stage and dedicate a song to them and you know if you ask the 17 year old in question whether she'd like Drake to kiss her neck she might say yes he kisses her neck he kisses her neck and like pulls down the back of her top and like 
kisses. I'm, I'm miming for the benefit of you podcast listeners what he does. Oh, that's an odd Watch way. Video, Do you know gross. what? A, a quick peck on the lips would be better than that. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Do you I know mean, what I mean? Like the thing is, there's all the sort of power differentials of you know he's a famous star, she's someone random that he's Jesus like plucked from the throng. He also kind of sort of grinds against her a bit. He makes comments about her body. Um, he asks her age, and when she says she's seventeen, he says like, "Oh, I don't want to. I'm not ready to go to jail or something." But how do you get so? I think he says, "How do you get so thick?" Meaning like, "How did you get so shapely? How did you get so uh, full yeah. in your figure?" Um, and this is in front of like a, a yeah, quite a, an audience. Oh. So again, you've got that sort is of. She like, I mean, how does she appear in it? It's hard to tell. It's quite grainy footage. Um, and again, like in the half that I saw, she. She seems to be going along with it, and that's as much as I can say. I wouldn't say going mm. along with it happily or going along with it willingly yeah, because I can't tell from looking she whether she seems way. fine. Oh but dear. again, how could she not? You know, someone yeah. he's got all the power in this situation, um, and she might say, "I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know whether anyone's con- contacted her or what she thinks and feels about this." Um, and she could say, "Actually, it was fine. It was all in good fun. I was 17. I was a huge Drake fan. It was like one of the highlights of my life." Yeah. She might say that. However, it's still not an okay thing to do, is it really? Because there's like the possibility of of you're exploiting your position of power. You're making like if someone kissing her on the neck you, is very into it. Yeah, it's kind of weird and gross. And is it's certainly not um, nice behaviour to then comment on her body and stuff, is it? No. So is he in, is he getting in hot water about this then? Is he? I totally oh, God, I, I, yeah. I missed this completely. I think, I mean, oh, the article I read about it said that the age of consent in, uh, I think it's happening in Canada, uh, is 17. So, you know, technically she, he wasn't assaulting a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you want to hear, isn't it? Yeah, you know, technically, technically. He didn't just sexually assault a child. Yes. Oh, winner. Winner. <laughs> Do you hear that, Mum? You're proud now. So... Yeah, Shit. so, um, yeah, I mean, on the, oh God, I just sound like an apologist when I say this. On the scale of, like, terrible, terrible things that people do, it's not that bad. But is it okay? No, it's probably not okay. It's not mm. okay. It's not okay to you. It's not okay to use your position. If I know there's, like, a long tradition of groupies and all that kind of thing, but I just think, just don't. It's gross. But normally the groupies thing, and not that I'm justifying mm. it, but normally the groupies thing doesn't happen on stage. No. Like, parading no, around. them in advance. Look... Look what I can, yeah. Yeah, there's sort of there's public a power, element. There's a power play at work there, isn't terrible there? Terrible exploitation of power. And it wouldn't be any more okay if she was 27 rather than 17, yeah. because that power still operates. It's a bit grosser because she's 17. Ugh. I mean, he's only 23, so I don't think the age is the issue. It's the No, it's no, no, it's the dynamic. It's the, yeah. you know, you're right, it's the context, yeah. as always. Um, well, I found out Ooh, okay. <laughs> that his first name is Aubrey. Nice. Yeah, that's fun. Aubrey. More people should call their children yeah. Aubrey. Aubrey Drake Graham is his full name. He is Canadian. So I'll okay, say there we go. Um, he was an actor in the. T- Do you remember uh, when we did um, Ariana Grande? Yes. Uh, we found out that she acted in a in a in a series in like a mini series, like for the Disney Channel. You know, she oh, acted yes. In oh yes, a, of course. Yes, yes. Yeah. She's an ex Mouseketeer. That's it. <gasps> is Drake? Is he from no, the Mouse No, but he but he was in a uh, teen drama called uh, Degrassi the Next Generation. Oh my god, he's one of the kids of Degrassi Street. Yes, oh you know that because well, I, I never heard of it. Degrassi Street, obviously. It was a Canadian obviously. It was Canadian like it was a Canadian teen program that was on the telly when I was young, which was a long time ago. Yes, th- this is the next generation. Yes, so you so watch the original. Remake, this I imagine is the... Drake is a bit what? younger than I am. Yeah, no, Drake is 32. There we go. Um uh so yeah, no, he plays Jimmy. 
um, who is right now. Hang on, I've, I'm, I'm going to read this out loud. Jimmy, who Drake plays in this, he comes from a wealthy family and is often seen with expensive clothes and gear. He is Spinner's best friend, though the two fight frequently. Mm. He dates Ashley until she takes ecstasy and cheats on him at a party. Were they taking wow. ecstasy in the one that you used to watch? I don't remember being any ecstasy in the kids in Degrassi Street. Okay, she eventually goes goth, Ooh, and wow. they get back together. But she breaks up with him after she realizes that he prefers the old Ashley. He dates Hazel for a while until he reveals to her that he has feelings for Ellie. After Spinner and Jade trick Rick into thinking that Jimmy pulled a prank on him, Rick shoots him in the back. Shoots him in the back with the guns. In, in no, your guy, you see the, I mean, the next generation. Than, the next like, generation, things but... got hardcore, babe. Wow, okay. Hang on. Okay. Um, I mean, this really does turn a corner. We go from oh, she goes a bit goth, and her boyfriend doesn't <laughs> fancy her, to Rick shoots yeah, him in the back. Yeah, exactly. Which causes him to use a wheelchair throughout the rest of the series. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, it's bad that that happened, but it's good that you know they had a prominent character who uses a wheelchair and showed the consequences well, of gun crime. I, I watched a little bit of it. <laughs> and a little bit? Do you mean you binged all? I of it? no no no. no. I, I found a clip of. In its, it's, it was called Degrassi Acceleration, Jimmy Walks, right? <gasps> so I, I clicked it, and it is, it, it's, it's, it's awful. Jimmy uh, is sat down, and uh, a pretty girl goes to trip on a banana skin, and he leaps out of his wheelchair instinctively, doesn't only catch her, but also the tray that she was carrying that had her food on it. This is taking place oh, in the canteen. Oh, this is the what, like Peter Parker in the first yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, and she says, my hero, and everyone stands up and claps. And at this point, I was like, this show is ridiculous. And then suddenly... And offensive. Guess what? It's a dream. It's exactly... It's a dream. He was daydreaming at the table. He's still a he's still a cripple. Okay, well, yeah. that's yeah. How about that? Wow, it was that's... amazing, babe. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I might have to show it you after this. It was great. So then he graduates from Degrassi a year later than planned because of the time he had to take off due to therapy. He starts okay. to pursue a career in music. The blossoms when he rekindles his relationship with Ashley. Hang Ashley on, of the golf. To, oh, the golf. The golf. The golf. The ecstasy. The cheating. It, I'm right, aren't they? Goths are into golf. Yes, yeah, no, that that's... is what we... I spent most of my late teens playing golf. Yeah, exactly. In a long black dress with a corset over the well, top. Well, it's so... They go hand in hand, don't they? Goths yeah. and golf, obviously. Um, he starts dating Trin, Tr- uh, Trina. Trina? Trina, sorry. Trina, who is another physically challenged individual. And that's the thing about these shows, particularly in this mm. era, is um, if you are black, you have to have a black girlfriend. Obviously. And if you are disabled, you have to have a disabled girlfriend. Naturally. Because only mm. opposites do not attract... No. When it comes to disability or race. No, there's definite <laughs> levels, categories, camps and groups and you do not go outside you your don't, group. You do not go outside those the fucking lines. The only time it's permissible is if one of you is very rich and both of you are beautiful. Yes. So if you're a rich, posh girl and you've happened to have fallen in love with Vanilla Ice, as happens in um, Cold as Ice, the Vanilla Ice story, which I cannot recommend highly enough <laughs> to the nobody who's listening. I wish we had even one person listening so that they could see that film because... <laughs> It's so amazing. Um, or the other way around, sometimes you might have a rich, like, uh, pretty woman-esque thing happening. Yeah. Um, that's the only time you're allowed out your groups. But do, do you also have to have... You have to be beautiful and white. Do you have to have straight. disapproving parents? Yes, uptight that's also parents. Uptight disapproving yeah. parents. Yeah, no, no, okay. Who might, you know, in the final scene, get down and the uptight dad puts on a baseball cap <laughs> and says, oh, loosen up, Marjorie, like that. Excellent, excellent. Writing itself. Okay, now I'm just hey, going to... what happened to the rest of the... Oh, sorry, there is a little bit more... I think it's boring though. Hang on. Oh, okay. So I need to he know. comforts Spinner. Okay. After he doesn't make it into a police academy, oh, he also reveals that he is contemplating proposing to Trina, showing Spinner a sign that he needs to move on with his life. Jimmy appeared in a hundred episodes. 
So this was wow. Drake's big, th- like Drake was like 100%. an actor, a young actor, but he did leave God, the series. He was one to seven and then guested in series eight. Yeah. I mean, how many series can yeah. there have been? Oh, like 11. No, no, sorry. Hang on. 14. There were 14 series. Blimey. Mm. So um, he did actually leave, leave Degrassi, the next generation, in order to pursue music. Uh-huh. Um, Successfully, it turned out. Everyone loves Drake. Uh, yeah, and he uh, Hotline Bling was like it really catapulted him into kind of global fame. And of you course, d- that time that girl tattooed his name on her forehead. That was yes, that was actually the first time I heard of Drake. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Can we also quickly speak about how god awful boring it is? I remember this yes, being played a, on the radio yeah. over and over again, and just from his like slurred opening lines, he can only just be bothered to sing this. It's song. monotonous. His singing voice oh. is monotonous, isn't it? Yeah, and self-indulgent. Oh, God, yeah. I remember walking home when this would come on the radio and just thinking, oh, please, not God's plan again. It's yeah, number yeah. three for ages. Yeah. He thinks he's very profound. Yeah, yeah. I think he's spreading not a lot yeah, quite thinly. Thin. And my favourite lyric is, she say, do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. What a complicated man. I know, right? What a, what what a, a complicated man. I, I find this lyric quite interesting because it's the kind of, it's the proudness of the man child yes so the two things that he loves in this world more than his girlfriend who's you know desperately entwirling her hair with one he doesn't have thing. to like him no she's not his just fucking legally has bound to. to look after no. him like she was for 18 years she has a yeah. duty of care no she's she's a free agent and she's asking treasure the ones that love you <laughs> yeah. like regardless you know they're the ones you want to as if there might be court proceedings if they didn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah and just yeah the two things he loves are his bed and his mama and mm. it's like what like you a puppy like what, yeah. what is this something to be proud of is it yeah. your man child no you're in your 30s dude it's unusual isn't it okay so unless anything else you'd like to say about this no that's it that's all my that's everything i think about drake that's literally everything i think about drake in which case imogen i think talking about we got bad feeling no bad feeling or like mm. a thumbs up i liked it where are you on this it doesn't give me like a bad feeling in no. the like oh it's gross i guess it's sort of it is morally icky Ugh. I mean, it's not a good video as well. Like, if we're just going to take the music video as a music video, yeah. which is supposed to be like a little short film that tells us a little story or gives us interesting images, it doesn't do that well. No. So it, it fails on, like, to be artistically interesting. It yeah. fails to tell a story. Yeah. I find it fails to move me emotionally. Yeah. I understand that many people feel differently, um, but my personal opinion is it fails in every parameter that it sets itself. Yes, I I would actually say that I do get a bad feeling from it because I find... I just think if you're donating to charity, you could do it anonymously. Yeah, the idea that you would give large boards of cash to people, film them crying and use it to make yourself look good. The bit bit in the supermarket, right? Mm. Watching the the rabid... Oh, yeah. It's so like... Hey, everyone, your groceries are on me. Fill up your trolley with Nutella. And people are running through, Mm. knocking... And it's like, I don't know, there's nothing... Yeah, um, when you just throw a whole load of coins into a... And I, crowd and watch them scrap. And I don't like, want to come across ugh. like a kind of privileged prick. And like, like, I'm not saying that needing, like, having an opportunity to get mm. a trolley full of free food that is absolutely fine. Food banks mm. are a thing. Yeah. There's no shame in using food banks. There's Someone no. Someone gave sh- me a trolley dash. I would definitely grab yeah, stuff off the shelves. But, I, very but I don't think I, I. I think what's a shame is the the filming of them and stuff. Mm. That I, I kind of feel like their need is being exploited yeah, a bit. Their need, their desperation, their keenness for this. They're sort of this is my one chance. Yeah. This is ugh. Yeah, also, none of them go straight to the liquor section, which is where I'm. <laughs> I'm maybe just, they just I'm, don't. I'm film amazed. That bit. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, like seriously, like that's the first place yeah, I'd go. Yeah, like three jars of Nutella. It's like no, you, yeah, booze and frozen meat yeah yeah 
Anyway, so there we go. So that was. <laughs> so there you go. That was Drake's God plan. A uh, God plan. I I I got a little bit of bad feeling off it. Imogen. I I didn't get a bad feeling. It didn't make me. It sort of made me embarrassed for him. Um. So I got, which I believe the Germans call Fremschaden. There we go. Um, that's just like friend shame. Fremschaden. You heard it here first. Yep. Part two. Hi, we're back with another delicious cocktail to kick off our second video. So this time we have uh, Malibu and pineapple juice in a can and it includes fruit flavouring. Would you so describe the hue for the listeners? The hue is slightly more naturalistic than the other one, which was it kind of, it just looks like, it looks like weak lemon barley water is yes. how it looks. weak lemon drink. It's a weak lemon drink. Yeah. So enjoy your weak lemon Cheers. drink. Cheers. I think the clink could be satisfying. There we go. There we go. Cheers. It's kind of what we expected, isn't it? Slightly fizzy is a surprise. So it's like Malibu and lemonade and pineapple juice from a cheap pub. Yeah, although actually I'm not... I think this is dangerous because I'm not detecting a lot of alcohol here. I bet, I bet it's got a fair bit in it. I think it's probably got a kind of kick. I mean, it's Malibu, which is a, it's not like a spirit, is it? It's, it's about 23% Malibu. A Caribbean liqueur, I believe they... Yeah, delicious. Yeah. This is, yeah, it's, it's, all right. all, it's all right. But again, I, I think like the last one... I suspect it's only going to get worse. Yeah, it's not really a drink for grown-ups. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's what you would give a child if you had your reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever those reasons might be. Um, okay, so moving on <laughs> to our next music video of 2018. And this is Pink, P-Y-N-K, uh, by Janelle... Monet. Monet, Janelle yes. Monet. Janelle Monet. Which sounds like a, a, a brummy saying something, doesn't it? Janelle Monet. <laughs> Um, so Janelle, um, Tom can say that he's from he's from Brumhouse. Yes, yeah, so I, I, yeah, yeah. Don't please don't write in, listeners. <laughs> please write in, listeners. So, um, am I going to rattle through? Yes, the, if the, you could just yeah. Tom, if you could just give us a, a okay, so paint us a visual picture. We start off. It's a theme mm. in these music videos, and this is going to come up later on. But I think you could sum up this music video by a bloody lovely time with the girls. Yes, I think it's a it's a bloody lovely time with the girls. They they drive to um, they're in the kind of desert, and they drive to a motel. Mm -hmm. uh, incidentally, I'm convinced it's the same motel that, that Ariana Grande, Ariana goes, Grande to goes to and has a lovely sweet marriage yes. and babies thing. Convinced because there's a nice yeah. box there and everything. I think that's just where they go. That's I, where. Do you I think, think it's also it's... the same place where um, Lady Gaga goes? And has her stompy dream in the when she wears those it's shorts. It's probably a desert just outside LA, isn't mm. it? Probably, yeah. It's like like just a forty-minute bus ride out. You know, it's cheap, mm. probably location because and not real. So there's like you know all of the rooms have only got three sides, so you can get a camera crew in there. Yes, exactly. Kind of and, yes, yeah, there's lots of plugs for your lights. Yes, um. lots of plugs. Um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> barely barely need any gangs. I'd, I'd imagine. No, hardly. Well, not in. <laughs> Monet's lovely pink world it's an all pink all it's a great world. shame it's a great shame to be talking about plugs when when actually this video is a delight I think um, so the next thing that I'm aware of happening is that they have a little dance mm. and they're sitting in rows and uh, Janelle herself and a few of the other dancers are wearing vagina trousers as, yes. I, as I called them I call them vulva trousers but they're clearly like they're, they're, they are vaginas there's no well they're vulvas they're vulvas so, sorry Can't sorry yes yes no forgive me they're, you, they know are. The, you know the difference I, I am aware they're, they are vulvas and I don't think like, I suppose you could say they're both because the gap in their legs creates the vagina well then one of the dancers puts her head between Ooh, it's not just one of the dancers sorry oh. I'm, I'm bogutting all no, over no 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 please 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 please, please chip is it in. not Tessa Thompson <laughs> the actress who plays Valkyrie in uh, Thor Ragnarok 
and herself portrays a character which um is valkyrie is meant to be a bisexual character and there's an implication as very you know like how they're trying to do better lgbtq plus representation. Yes. so this is one of those oh actually the character's bisexual except we're only going to portray the parts of it which are heterosexual and we're going to really like hint very slightly we're going to queer bait that um do you object to that <laughs> i don't think fergal likes the notion of queer baiting well so it's, it's i i object to the notion of queer baiting as well it's a Terrible thing. Um, but yeah, so she plays a character who is bisexual, um, but again, they don't give her a girlfriend or a bisexual in a meaningful fashion. So exactly like... Is it even said? No, not in the film. There's one shot where you she gets like a flashback to some battles she's been in as a Valkyrie. And there's a sort of implication that one of the women who is killed in the battle might be her girlfriend but like that is real reach you have to like mm. she's sad that this girl's died and so there's a slight overtone that it might be her partner <laughs> are, they, are they worried that, they, that they'd lose out on 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 money if they they like well it's the they, is that why the, well i mean queer basing is to sort of is to try and cover both bases as it were in that you want to sort of hint and suggest and imply to your, your um, queer fan base that there might be, this might be going to happen but then you don't actually want to go to all the trouble of actually writing a character who's like believably or meaningfully queer. Mm. So you just keep them really like no homo about the whole thing. <laughs> so yeah, it's like you know LeFou in the uh, live action Disney remake uh, where they said, oh, he's the first openly gay character. Oh first openly yes, gay and character. literally he just dances with a man yeah, right at the right end. Right at the end, a guy uh, comes up and he just he looks like surprised but pleased. Yes, that's that is it. You know, there you go. Good job. Um, I haven't actually seen the film to be honest. I did not know that. Thank you yes, for that. Yes, so I believe that is so Tessa she, Thompson. Tessa Thompson pokes her head through, and you know, I, I mean, again, it's, 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 it's. I think it's really funny. It looks yeah, hilarious. It looks fun, and yeah. yeah, kind of fun and light-hearted, but not they're not mocking the idea. No, 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 no. The vulvas aren't portrayed as disgusting or stupid. No. Um, In fact, there's a kind of cute coyness about hmm. the whole thing. I would say that then we kind of cut to they go they go to a um, uh, like a calf and they have a bit of. They, they're all sat in the a cafe. Diner, I believe. Yeah, diner. Sorry, that's we that's call much. It a yeah, yeah. Then they um, there's a bit with lots of bottoms rising and falling. Yes, that's rather lovely as well. Yeah. That's quite nice. And then there's some pants with pubes sticking out. Yeah. And it's not often you see pubic hair on music videos. No, I don't think they are real pubes. No, they no, no, are no. Comedy I, pubes. Comedy pubes, but, but still. But just just seeing mm. anyone with some hair sticking out of their pants is so it's unusual. Wildly transgressive. The squeaking is is. I'm worried it's... I mean, actually, if if Virgil was going to squeak his toy during any description, this yeah. video... You can get away with it with this video. By the end, they're back in the car, driving out, presumably to have a bit more romping with yeah. each other. I think they dance again in the trousers. The trousers yes. make second appearance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a sort of... It's all female. It's a wholly female world. It's a world of pink, presumably P-Y-N-K. So everything very, very feminine, but not... Um, like so when we were doing all about that base Megan Trainer, which again is a very feminine world yes. that's a very juvenile um, so that's for sort of little girls basically whereas this it feels much more adult um, but still heavily feminine um, but not uh, but in like quite a, a good way it's a very positive depiction of uh, a hyper femme not world. weak no there's no there's no suggestion that pink is like weak or not powerful mm. I think sometimes you think I mean just because of the the gender roles that mm. you attribute to colours pointlessly. Yes. Uh, when we say feminine, we it, it you imagine sort of delicate and stuff, and it, yeah, and, and, and no, it's not like that. Can we talk lyrically? Yes, we may. There's some great lyrics in this song. Like, they're simple. Mm. The melody is simple, and it does have. I appreciate what you're saying about it not being childishly pink, but I would mm. say it's got a kind of 
There's a usefulness. To yeah, it. yeah. So like, um, you know, I mean, thank goodness, brain and insane rhyme. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know, she relies <laughs> on that. I, yeah, well, that's been you know, that's been a staple of many yeah, tracks. Indeed, and if it, if they didn't, it'd be such a shame, wouldn't it? Like the tongue that goes down, maybe. Um, like the fingers that go in, maybe. A lot of maybes, which I which well, I think I mean, adds the coyness. Maybe. I, that was meant to stand for a different word. It's like my something, isn't it? Yeah. What it's sounding like. Because I've, the stuff that I read about this kind of implied that it's a celebration of the vulva and the vagina and the female doodah. Oh, no, not doodah. You know what I mean. The female genitals. Um, <laughs> sorry, doodah. Jeez, what am I doing? No, I'm not talking to it's right. school you're, you're coming to across very relaxed about this subject, Imogen. <laughs> you're coming across really <laughs> open and it's good, it's really good. Sex is nothing to be afraid of, so children. Tell it's not the, silly or dirty. Tell the nice listeners about your doodah. <laughs> um, the articles that I read implied that this was a sort of celebration of the female vulva and vagina. I think it's a lot more lesbian than that and I think those lyrics are not just about uh, touching your own, they're about going down on a woman one woman going down on another mm-hmm. so i think they are explicitly lesbian rather than explicitly self-love yeah i don't think she's touching talking about touching your own vagina she's definitely talking about like it's so nice when like we lick each other out because boy it's cool if you've got blue we got pink yes it's one of the last lines which could refer to I mean, really, I would say the colour you most associate with a penis is purple. I think there's a two, there's a double meaning of this. There's the, it's cool if you've got blue, meaning it's fine if you're a boy, but we've yeah. got pink, we're girls. Yeah. Um, so it's like, hey, it's cool to be a boy, but this is girl world. Or it could be, I've also heard it, the idea that it's, if you've got blue, balls. So if you're sexually frustrated, oh, yes. it's fine, I've got a pussy. Yes, okay. But I don't think that, that explanation of that lyric doesn't chime with anything else that happens in the song. I don't think, I've heard that given as an explanation of those two lines. Well, I, I suppose because I'm a straight man, when she's talking about cunnilingus and mm. putting things in, I assumed that it was a song to a, a, a boy. Oh. But 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 I, I confess, actually, there is literally nothing in the video to suggest it's about... There is not a very masculine presence in the video no, at no, all. There are no men. So there I think no that's very much me projecting my... I mean, maleness on, onto it. There? I've got um, some. I, I just picked out some. I've got. Um, hang on. Uh, pink beyond forest and thighs. Pink like the secrets you hide. Yes. Well, Which forest could, obviously pubes yes, and thighs. Is, yes. This is where your vulva is. The secrets. Could that be? A, is that a reference? Do you think to um, to coming out and stuff? Oh, okay. So yeah, sort of secret desire for girls, perhaps. Maybe. Or could just be this is a very intimate part of yourself that like nobody yep. ever sees this that you don't actually see like someone's labia or vagina unless you're like right in fact it's really hard to see there's quite a lot of songs by men about their dicks Mm. isn't there yes in in a set you know Mm. and it's nice i think that this is one for the vaginas and vulvas i mean this is why i think she's talking to a girl about girl on girl because Mm. when she says like the secrets you hide there's no i think you're totally right actually about like it's about touching and loving on the vulva yes and she's both she, both female parties are doing both those things. And there isn't a focus on... Well, there is a point at which she puts a finger in a donut. Mm. Um, there's an interview with um, Janelle um, where she talks about there's lots of symbolism in the video. Mm. She was asked about the video. Yes, there lots is. Of well, symbolism. I guess it's symbolism of it, like, well, I think symb- just I, a vagina. I think symbolism is like a fancy word for what there is. Like, someone sticks their finger through a ring donut... Um, she the sun gets thrown on an oyster at one point. Yeah, there's a lot of oysters. Um, and there's some a grapefruit cleft 
Yeah, there's in, sort of in two, yeah. which is then kind of oh, gently squeezed. Fruit. So I, I would say yes, it's 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 not it's unsubtle, but in a fun way. Yeah, I mean symbolism implies there's a sort of duality of meaning, and I don't think there's a great duality. Of no, meaning, no. Really. So I don't think. You she know, also I know Freud would say sometimes a grapefruit is just a pussy. That's all it y- is. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. No, you know. Yeah, this is the full quote. So there's a lot of symbolism in it. The video. Uh, there's lots of mysticism in it. Okay, I didn't this is from mysticism. this is from Janelle's own mouth. Okay. Now, when I think of mysticism, I think of like conjuring voices from the dead mm, and stuff. Sort of spiritual. So far, far be it from me to suggest that she's used the word mysticism wrongly. Mm. I think to her, mysticism means the inherent mystery of mm, of, yeah, of woman and yeah. and and your 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 vagina yeah maybe she's vulva. using she's making that link between yeah or femininity do one's doodah <laughs> yeah there's a, there is a, a traditional link between femininity and magic you know that sort of that yeah women are mysterious and unknowable yes and, and connected with the earth and the spirit and they're a lot more spirit. i think obviously that we can both agree that's nonsense oh yeah um, absolutely there isn't anything inherently magic about you've only got to live with a woman for a while <laughs> to become a, a, a glaringly apparent that they're about as magic as you are <laughs> and i ain't out. fucking magic <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is expecting women to be all yeah mystical earth goddesses that yeah really very much not and if and and my advice to anyone out there if you're pursuing anyone who wants to maintain mysticism about themselves they're not worth mm, honestly no. honestly like mysticism is only worth maintaining with the press i think yes if or, you're in you that know, position possibly if you have someone who once every six months you meet them in venice for a shag in the afternoon like oh then, yeah in which case be as mystical as you like yeah like, but that's keep the drama i would say that that is very specific though mm. Yeah, you know. that's probably the only situation I can think of. Or yeah. unless you're actually are sleeping with a witch. Or or a magician. Maybe Debbie <laughs> McGee. <laughs> maybe they kept the mysticism Maybe, alive, maybe yeah. they did. Who she knows? She had a few secrets, maybe. So, I think, have we something? I think, I think yeah, that's I really a kind of summary of I thought of it was the... really nice. It's yeah. fun, it's lovely. The only thing I would point out about the music is it really put me in mind of um, the opening of Only You by Yazoo. Yes, um, that's exactly what I was trying to place. Thank you. Yes. Dum, da, 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 dum. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah. Dum, yeah. That exactly, and it, it, that that refrain mm. it, it kind of is yeah. throughout. That's just sampling, right? I mean, I don't know if they sampled it or if it's just. I mean, it's not quite bang on. This is it? what happens when we like one. We 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 talk much less. Yeah, that was. There's like less to discuss. Minutes. It's just it's it's nice. I liked it. I yeah, had, I, liked I was not familiar with the song, and I was not familiar with the video. Um, but yeah, no, I liked it. I'm not sure it's like one I go back and watch over and over and over again. Um, but I I approve her message. Yeah, I, I think it's a thumbs up from me. It's a thumbs up from me. Excellent. Right. Well, next up. Number three. Hi, welcome back. We're now on to our third cocktail of the day, uh, which is... It's a Pims. It's a straightforward mm. Pims. I'm just going to have a sip. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. That's quite Pimsy. That tastes like a Pims. I yep. see no fruit or anything. It's kind of vanilla-y. Put some no, but it's comfortably the nicest one that we've had. It is. Yeah, I mean, on the first sip, they all got bad towards the bottom. Yeah, whereas this is just going to taste like Pims the whole time, isn't it? Pims all the way down. So the next one we are this looking is, at... Sorry, oh. just to stick on the Pims. Sure, let's not, yeah. let's not Let's not pretend we're here to do anything else other than drink. Um... <laughs> This is a Pims and Lemonade. Yes. And it's Pims number one. I'm convinced I had Pims first in fizzy wine. Oh my God. Like a Pims champagne. Like a Pims Pierre Royale sort of situation. Pierre Royale. I don't think it was champagne because I don't 
that's not mm. you know that's oh, not my sort of childhood that's not had, my background. Like, no. <laughs> but um, that seems but like Carver, Carver possibly they gave you. So what we're going to talk about now, Imogen? We're going to talk about Calvin Harris and Sam Smith Promises, mm. um, which is a video. Um, <laughs> that's a good start <laughs> for for a song. It's for a song, um, and uh, I mean, uh, I think you like this more than I did. Tom. I like the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the music video is uh, particularly groundbreaking, but in the same way that Pink, I described as like a bloody good night out with the girls. I think this is like a bloody good night out with the boys. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Unconventional mm-hmm. boys, not lads as in, you know, singing football songs and things, but a bunch of out and proud gay men who enjoy voguing, you know? And then, and that's, that's lovely. They all have a lovely time. The video is, is Sam Smith, like, saying to someone, basically, I, I'm, all I'm going to suggest is you come home with me and we see what happens. Yeah, it's one of those lovely romantic songs where someone frames the fact they have literally no desire in speaking to the person next morning as some kind of mad plus. So it's but there's nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. But as long I mean, as the it's person, not, it's not your traditional how you woo someone, is it? Like I don't you... think wooing is on the forefront of Sam Smith's mind in this. I, I guess I find. I think I think having sex is. I guess what I annoys I not annoys me, but the bit that I find it hard to empathise with is the idea that sort of sexual partners are so the, the choice is so wide that a you get to speak like this to them beforehand. <laughs> And be you sort of don't fall in love with me because that happens all the we're time. We're in dangerous territory here, okay? okay? And I think we're going to encounter this when we talk about um, Childish Gambino as well. Mm. But, like, I can't speak for the gay experience. So I don't know what it's like being out in a gay club. I mean, looking like mm. I do. Yeah, well, you must be. Do you know what I mean? I wonder if it is like that, actually. Being I, on, yeah. But I, I, I do wonder if... if I'm not saying it's it's not it's not an experience that nobody's had. I'm saying it's one that I, I find I find it quite. I don't think it's a, a sentiment that is uh, exclusive to like um, a gay male song. I find this sentiment expressed quite frequently in pop songs where it's yeah. like, "Oh, we'll just fuck tonight." It's like that's yeah, yeah, fine and everything. But the, the sort of the tone of the song seems to be very much that this is some sort of plus. That it's like, hey, I can't offer you anything. I'm not going to make any promises, but you can come home with me. It's like, wow, you sound great, I guess. And if you're, but he doesn't. He doesn't want you to like him. He just wants you to have sex with him. But does he think the song is going to increase or decrease his chance of having sex with this hypothetical? I mean, not me, obviously, but um, some hypothetical other person. He must think they're keen. It's cards so... on the table stuff, isn't it? It's it's like mm. because presumably the the recipient of his of his attention mm. will either go. I, yes, I will go home with you, or no, I won't. So you sound quite arrogant. So there's no harm done, is there? But people, some people find arrogance attractive, don't they? They do. I'm just, I, I find it like a weird. Um, it's a weird thing to sing a song about. I would say that um, you're kind of the moment where you remind the person who's you're pretty sure is <laughs> going to fuck you that um, actually you don't actually give a shit about them as a person, and and that is some kind of you know like. Paul Young, wherever I lay my hat, that's my home kind of badge of pride for you, that you don't actually form human connections. You're like a, um, a, a sex so, outlaw. Yeah, basically. Don't try and tame me because I'm so cold and dead inside that, um, <laughs> you know, humanity touches me not. I'm basically Captain Ahab, um, but sex, if you like. Isn't this song speaking to a to that very specific context of being, in a, being, in, being out, being drunk, if not more, and being single and available for that kind of thing is it, is it not just a, a context specific 
yeah, moment. Yeah, I agree. It's, it, like I, say, I confess one that doesn't, one that has never happened to me, I confess. I've, <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've said before that I, I've never had a one night stand, so I've never done that. But judging by how many songs there are about it, I'm assuming it, it's quite mm. exciting, intoxicating, etc. Well, I think if you are having a one night stand, then the, I mean, the assumption isn't that you're definitely going to be going out. I mean, it's someone you've just met in a presumably quite loud club conversation has been limited. Sex is on the cards. Then to sort of spend three minutes dancing around about, I mean, literally dancing around about how you can't offer anything, you don't make any promises to people, seems redundant at best and insulting at worst. I mean, but that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> it doesn't. But it's that kind of, you know, when I've been in a one night standy situation, I mean, that's that is the assumption of the one night stand. You've just met that person that evening. Yeah. The idea that you, they, what you're going to be, you wake up and be your boyfriend. Like, so actually. What's annoying about it is that he's reminding you of something you, you'd rather just like. Mm. It's patronising. Doesn't need to be said. It's like, like here we are. Like, look, I know you're going to fall in love with me, but just before yes. this goes any okay. further, and you start yeah. picking no, no. out China. Do, do you know what? Just yeah. you know, please understand that I'm I'm a Dalek, and it's just going to be the fucking like. And, <laughs> and if you if if you want to go because you're already half in love with me, you know, take your stuff and go now. Like it's yeah. a bit like, all right, dude. You, you, I think I'll be fine. You know, slightly... <laughs> yes, no. So it's the assumption of vulnerability on on the mm. on the recipient's end that yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yes, I do, do. You know, genuinely, I hadn't thought about it like that because all I thought was I just find it quite catchy. It is catchy. I mean, it's it's a weird. I think there's a lot of tonal dissonance between the song and the video. Sam Smith has a kind of mournful yeah, sort of quality to his voice. Quality to the lyrics, and you've got this like. I mean, not particularly exciting beat over it, like mm. a pretty standard. Yeah. And then, I mean, the video I found, um, I found it a little bit, it's so heavily modelled on uh, Paris is Burning, or it's so heavily calls to that with those Vox Pops in the beginning, which are sort of the, the footage has been, I don't know whether it really is from the 90s, or I don't think it is. Yes, you're, um, you, you know, it hadn't occurred to me, but you're quite right, mm. that is... Yes, it is directly. Yeah, it's in calling homage. Would yeah, you say? it's definitely a homage to, yeah. to that, and so it's calling to this kind of underground, countercultural stuff, which you know. Is it is it underground anymore? I don't know. I, I presume there is an underground, like uh, ball mm. culture that I don't. I, mean, I imagine I don't know about it. Mm. Um, I don't know. Is the yeah, answer. no, no, no. And this, uh, I suppose, to to pontificate too much about that would be mm. seeing as. I mean, you know, there's a bit at the beginning with the kind of Vox Pops mm. where, um, where the guy says, um, it, it's great because you feel accepted. No, mm. celebrated. And you're right. You then, ex- and then, and then the video, just the video is celebratory. It's a night out. It's dark. Everyone's dancing around. Yeah, but, but the song isn't celebratory, no, is it? but also the video is quite... I mean, they've sort of constructed this um, catwalk as if it is a ball, and people take it in terms of, like, um, strut. Walk, yeah, and, like, do their, their ball walk. And you think, like, I don't understand. This is so clearly a set. And the idea of... You sort of... You're piggybacking onto this countercultural stuff, which is meant to be transgressive, it's meant to be challenging, it's meant to be, like, a subculture, and it's meant... And now you're just poncing about in a music video, because... And then you will have a lovely time outside having a barbecue or whatever you're having. It just there's a real tonal disconnect between what they're what they're aping and what they're presenting. But doesn't the medium of music video like it's already a contradiction in terms, isn't it? Because it's not fucking underground if it's on YouTube. Uh, uh, um, you know, mm. if Sam Smith and Calvin Harris, who are both mainstream yes, we can't accuse artists, them of, um, are, are that like it's not like. 
I don't. I, I at no point did I did I. I, th- I think it's meant to look like Sam Smith and Calvin Harris of we lifted up a stone in New York mm. and we found this, you know. Yeah. And instead, it, no, it doesn't come across like that. It just comes across like they've gone out. I mean, that just looks like a night out to me. Yeah. In, in, a, in a gay club, admittedly, but that's just a night mm. out, isn't it? Yeah, and then sort of cutting between the club and then this set of them when they're sort of all doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so... Actually, yeah, I found it slightly distastefully appropriative in a thing... It, it's appropriating something which should be, is meant to be transgressive and, you know, serious and challenging and interesting and mm. countercultural and kind of, but also extremely fashionable at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the huge success of RuPaul's Drag Race, which is like awesome to bring that stuff into the mainstream. But then by mainstreaming it, like everything. Yes, you're, loses you are thus, that, yeah, 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 losing what it is. I mean, I don't want to say authenticity, but you know what I mean. No, no, no. I, 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 I agree. I found the song catchy, but mm. I was underwhelmed by the video. It could have done. They could have done yeah. way more stuff with I'm it. The same with it. I mean, the the song is like it's a catchy, lovely um, chorus, which just basically repeats. Yeah. A kicky beat over it. It's nice vocals. It's it's kind of like. I don't know, it's kind of if a computer wrote something, it's got that kind of... Though don't you think he looks like if um, uh, uh, James Arthur and yes. um, the first ever winner of Pop Idol, uh, Will Young, had a baby? Yes, yes, no, I can He's see that. He's got both of them in him. He's got that yeah. lovely lion face of Will Young. And those, that um, lovely lion face. Yeah, he's got a lovely lion, you know, he's got like a lion's muzzle. Like Gary Nicker, who's got the face of a velvet owl. A velvet owl. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's, he's got those sleepy pit bull, um, bulldog, no, I don't mean, bull terrier eyes of uh, James Arthur. So I think what's happening is that uh, X Factor are breeding them in a lab. <laughs> so like dogs, they are actually yeah. just now. Yeah. That's it, they're turning them out. So uh, a few things about Sam Smith. His big break was singing on Disclosure's hit single Latch. Goodness. He has an ice cream tattooed on his left leg. Nice. Yeah. What, do, you, is, do you know what kind or? What kind of leg? I, no. I just think a normal one. Obviously. <laughs> Sorry. And then, is it a 99, a Mr. Whippy? It, I don't know. I, okay. I didn't see it. I, I've, I've heard tell. He's Lily Allen's cousin. No way. Yeah, I didn't know that. No. And yeah, so he won an Academy Award for Writing on the Wall, which is a Bond theme. And okay. made a bit of a fool of himself because he claimed to be the first openly gay winner of an Oscar. He misread or misunderstood a quote from Ian McKellen, where Ian McKellen had said that the there'd never been a Best Actor Oscar winner, Best Actor Oscar winner, who was openly gay, which is true to this day, I think. Probably a few openly gay actors, weirdly. Yes, yes. So he said this, and of course a number of costume designers, mm. writers... Numerous people have won Oscars who are openly gay, and he got into a little bit of hot water for it because haphazard social activism is not. Yeah. It, Particularly when you used to big up oneself to say, I'm the first person to do this. Yeah, it, shame it, on you, it, shame it, on the it, academy. It came out like, all, all kinds, of, all kinds yeah. of wrong. Also, you know what? You could always turn down your Oscar on the grounds that um, the academy is biased against mm. gay yeah. performers and performers of colour. That would be a, you know. You could do that rather. Oh, than... I think you'd have to have prized it out of his <laughs> cold dead fingers. I think he um, he's also got into a bit of trouble because he talked about Tinder and said that um, Tinder doesn't work because the only attractive people he'd ever gone out with were all stupid, mm. which was you know therefore obviously um, swiping away an ugly person you're potentially missing out on on a yeah because people can only be one thing or the yes, other. Yes, exactly. If you're beautiful, you're stupid, and if you're ugly, you're interesting. Yeah, but 
again who can what a tragedy because no one will go out with you for ugly no matter how interesting you are mm, locked forever in a kind of yeah ca- yeah it's terrible like when dustin hoffman spoke very movingly about playing a woman in tootsie mm. and um said you know they did the makeup on him and he said there's a great you know now you look like a woman and he went brilliant make me a, make me look like a pretty woman and they said we can't that's as pretty as you're going to get this is what you look like and he suddenly had this like massive realization that if he'd been a woman, he probably wouldn't have been a very good-looking woman, and that everyone would have ignored him just as he had always ignored ugly girls. And um, he realized that you know that the great disservice that is done to women by judging them on their looks, and how he then said that Tootsie uh, was never a comedy for him uh, because of that realization. Mm. So it was particularly bad when he came out as uh, one of the Hollywood sex pests. Mm. Uh, that was a real sadness because you know he'd done this, he'd had this sort of moment of oh hang on maybe looks aren't everything and had done it you know seemed to have done it quite well i don't from what i read i don't think what he did was weinstein level was it no no i don't think it was but um i mean we shouldn't have that as our kind of anything less bad no 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 no. and i'm not Uh, it's one of those difficult things like do we deal with them in the order of severity or do we deal with them like as they occur yeah no no and and deal with them as they occur and the trouble is dealing with them as they occur is tough because you always find out about them years after they fucking yeah. happened, you know. I mean, so far, I can't think, and maybe you can, of a white, straight man who has been brought down by a sex scandal. I can brought, think of ones that have, brought down. have had his career ended. I mean, I suppose Rolf Harris, but he was already very old and ret- retired, really. That's true. I mean, he has had his reputation ruined, but, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like... Yeah. Possibly, Rolf Harris? I, I, maybe? No, I mean, outside of Rolf Harris, the... A lot of the, the DJs and the BBC were all kind of retired yeah. already, weren't they? I've Jimmy Savile was dead. I've thought of one. John Leslie. He's the only person I can think of, the only white, straight male I can think of whose career was ruined by a sex scandal. Mm-hmm. And he feels, you know, really embittered about that because, you know, obviously he was found not guilty in a court. Yeah, Richard Bacon's mm-hmm. career wasn't ruined and it wasn't sex, it was coke, actually, thinking mm-hmm. about it. No, you're right. Very, very happens. I mean, you've got, yeah. you know, you've got your... Your Woody Allens who continue to work, people continue to work with them, or your Polanskis who continue to receive awards in countries where they can't legally go because they'd be arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, when people say, like, oh, Depp's career's finished, like, Depp's career's finished because Depp is awful, but hang on, he still seems to be cut. This has got nothing to do with, with, with his behaviour. Mm-hmm. And we will just see what happens to one thing. We will just see if it gets if it actually happens because like I say well, so you just far go, it's never you, no, no, you just go to rehab and then you say you're cured which mm. is not a nonsense of course and then you just go you just keep quiet for a bit look yeah. at what's his name the, the, oh, um, the comedian CK. yeah, yeah. Louis and come back angry and ranting about snowflakes like like you're some character comedian who's sort of parodying but, old but, men but also like he came back like less than a year after mm. it fucking broke out and it was all about oh no it's blown over yeah you know he would wank in front of women yes backstage yeah he would, yeah. It's not. It's astonishing, isn't it? Astonishing. Yeah, I mean, if he's like, he's like a bus flasher. This is this is not. This, there's no grey area to this. It's amazing. I, I, yeah, I. Mm. It is astonishing. And I mean, there has been pushback against Louis C.K. Yes, there has. I, I, but I, I think he's going. For, I, I fear that I see stuff because of the. You know, I think we're, we can both agree that we're a pair of liberal snowflake. Yeah, metropolitan elite bubble dwellers. Yeah, um, who only hang out with other people who think exactly as we do. Um, I agree. So I'm guessing that Louis C.K. is, you know, he may not become popular with our sort of people. No, but I think there's plenty of people out there. I think he'll be fine. 
I, I sadly think he'll be fine. Yeah, of course, because huge amounts of people see him as a victim in this. Yeah. Oh, he was only having a bit of a tug, wasn't he? Yeah, oh, it's, it's unfair. This whole it, career it, do you know what? Ruined. It was probably a joke. Yeah, or, you know, maybe they led him on, or it's not really that bad, or, you know, it's not that bad as long as you touch them, or that sort of... It's not fair that his career should be ruined as a result of this. It's like, well, no one is actually owed a career. It's not unfair for him not to have a career as a successful comedian. There are many successful comedians. If he worked in a company and masturbated in front of a woman, Mm. he would get sacked. Yes. And no one would say... Oh, he he deserves a career in accounting mm. with this company. They, like, yeah, you, you know, it's hugely unfair you know, for him not to yeah, be allowed no, to be. Po- you know, just because like people get very precious about comedians, particularly mm. if you like a comedian, I think you like them in a different way than you'd like an actor. Yes, and I, I think, think it's like liking a musician. It's a very personal. Yeah, I think it is. Thing. So it's hard. For example, I, I really I still struggle with Woody Allen because I really like a lot of Woody Allen's films, and I I, I don't disagree with anything you've said about him, and mm. I don't. Uh, all, all I all I all I can do with Woody Allen is go. I I think I am able to separate the man from the work. Mm. That I've just I've decided that's good enough for me because okay. his films gave me, particularly when I was young. Mm-hmm. But they still, they, you know, I still think Annie Hall's a really good film. I, you know, I, I find it um, it is very very difficult, and I'm, I'm conflicted about that to this day. Yeah, I mean, I think you can decide to not give. Uh, Woody Allen any more of your money oh yes any and, more, and like publicity you know don't write gushing retrospectives about how brilliant he is um, don't you know include him in lists of great directors that we'd actually probably we can let this guy go it's you know yes his work is good but it's not so good that we couldn't live without it as a society well and, and again though you see I agree but if 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 you're a real fan of someone mm. that's what you've just said is sac- you know people do I was about mm. to say sacrilege. People do put their loves, their passions on an incredibly high pedestal and are unwilling to allow those loves to get knocked off that pedestal. And like I say, and I I would not really leap to defend Woody Allen really, but I do struggle mm. to like not I, I still have to I, I think both both to me I have to I have to exist in two places at mm. once. I have to condemn his actions, but I also I can't deny the fact that there is another part of me that really likes his films. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, really tricky. It it's very conflicting. I felt like that on a much more minor level about Johnny Depp, and you think, I guess it's like saying, well, you look at him now, and we know what we know about him. You can't deny that his as an early actor, he's luminously beautiful, exquisitely charismatic, has done some extraordinary performances, and you know, yes, those are still really good performances. Are they so good that are they so sort of necessary to humanity that? I still have to that I that I should defend them. Uh, no, I don't think they are. I think we can live without. You mean defend his actions? Yes, that I can yeah. defend current uh, Johnny. I against... think that's where people get confused, isn't it? Mm. They 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 think defending his actions is defending his work, and it's not his work that you take objection to. It's no. it's his actions that you take objection but to. But I think I can live without both. Yeah, and and so it's up to you to do it. Like, given the th- choice, and, but yeah, and I mean, that's your choice, isn't about, it? You know, someone very beautiful. That's his main skill. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess it depends. Oh, you know, I know. Also, I know Bowie wasn't he? Did he's he's not um, innocent when it comes to the underage, and that's a very uncomfortable thought because I really love Bowie and he was hugely emotionally important to me growing up. Unfortunately, um, a lot of people can be a lot. I mean, God, this yeah. is now going totally off. Uh, but you know, you can be a lovely person and you can do something really bad. 
you know mm. and and then you get into kind of also would you require someone to be perfect to live a morally perfect life in order to enjoy their art yes but then we're kind of getting into the the realm of basically defending rapists so that we can continue to like life on mars actually i'm not calling valerie a rapist i you know actually i guess i am if she was 15 it's rape. yeah um yeah it's a yeah it's it's unpleasant because actually the the problem is probably delve enough into enough famous people's lives to be very few people left and but that doesn't make it okay so no no no, no of, course, saying, of, like, of, of course not that's fine then what that means it's is not a surprise that these people who are famous you know i'm not excusing it uh, if you're yeah. famous you have a greater opportunity to err I yes think. you do you've got much more power people cover up for you anyway anyway enough of let's... the depression sessions <laughs> let's talk about uh, let's just quickly let's just really really quickly give this a so this is promises by um, by Calvin, Calvin Harris and Sam Smith Promises by Calvin Harris Sam Smith Imogen Bad feeling? Good feeling? No bad feeling I, I like it It's fun It's light It's poppy I, I, I give it a side eye for appropriating a culture that it, not that it doesn't belong to but like for sort of yeah I give it a side eye for appropriating a bit of Paris's burning without any substance behind it but apart from that yeah it's fine it's alright I think I'm I'm not going to echo Exactly what you said. Uh, excellent, right? So it's a meh from us. It's a meh. Next up. Okay, now we have new drinks. New drinks. Yay! New, we've got normal drinks this normal time. Drinks Tom, this what time. are you drinking? I've just. I should have cracked it open um, for the uh, microphone, but I am drinking. It's a. It's a. It's a can of pilsner, mm. and this is far more like it. This is my wheelhouse. Okay, so it's a pilsner is a lager type. Yes, German yes, lager? it's a German. It's an. It's, it's a Maldi. It's the uh, 1079 Project. It's single hopped Pilsner and it's bitter and refreshing. Delightful. I have my standard drink, uh, the vodka and Diet Coke. So cheers. Not quite as satisfying a clink. That's what you get. Cheers. Okay, saving the best till last. Oh, that's a grown up drink, that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you need a moment? Oh, it's just so nice after all that fucking sugar. (laughs) Not that I'm not grateful for the calypso of... (laughs) Well, this will become a thing. I'm going to bring you weird drinks every time. We no, I, I think that's a great... Twice or three all, times a year uh, at least. I'm all for that. We now move on to... Childish Gambinos. Childish. This is America. I, I'm going to say right off the bat that I, what I wanted to do was have some kind of shocking opinion where actually I said that I thought this wasn't very good. And I think it's brilliant. I think it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I remember when this came out, I watched it four or five times in a row at work um, just to watch it and watch it and watch it and then googled what other people were saying about it and watched it again and it's still one that I watch and enjoy um, hugely so I, I, I'm very not biased How often are you watching a music video and within the first 15 seconds you're shocked? I think in the history of flat pop that has never happened I, I was like okay so, so, so we begin mm. um, my very first thought is Michael Jackson's Bad, mm-hmm. which t- also takes place in like a white warehouse. The music video oh, yeah, right, is yeah. two rival gangs mm. and it, it takes place in this white. So I was, and then he, yeah. Then Gentleman walks forward, sits down with the guitar. Donald, fucking hell, Lover. Donald Glover walks forward and then shoots him in the mm. fucking head. Yeah. Uh, absolutely floored me the first time I saw that. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. And then he says, looks at the camera, this is America. Astonishing. Yeah, it's bloody really hell. Powerful. Like this guy with a bag on his head, he's kind of Guantanamo Bay-ish, yeah. or you know, he's a prisoner in some way. And yeah, the casualness and the the complete certainty with which he does it, and all the violence in the, that 
video has that same level of absolutely without missing a beat. Yeah, like, it's slick. It, it's, yeah. it's slick, isn't it? Yeah, there's no moment, there's no pause, there's no change of mood. It just yeah, happens. Like, and then mm. the gun itself wrapped up in, taken away from him, wrapped in silk, yeah. as if it's, if it's, it's the precious object and the yeah. body abandoned. Yes. And, and the, the, um, it got like machine like efficiency of it all as mm. well. Um, he, what while he then dances and gyrates, he, he kind of does it at the camera mm. and therefore at you. Yes, it's a very deliberate performance, and it's an extraordinary. He's just with facials. Yes, with, it's the expressions that he performs yeah. are so. Um, uh, and his the articulation of his body is incredibly precise, and this is all happening in one long shot. And mm. um, so it's really, really great to see that. It feels really immediate. It feels like you're. It, there's a sense that you're watching something that c- anything could happen at any moment. M- um, moments after he shoots a man, he's dancing with school children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have happy faces on. You know, um, I I thought that at times the facials he pulls while he's dancing, it's like he's dancing against his will. Well, I read a thing about this that um, some of the poses and visuals that he strikes um, are deliberately reminiscent of. Uh, posters showing black entertainers or like or kind of black caricatures. Okay, like um, dance for me, sort yes, of. Oh, that's exactly that what. Kind of thing. I, um, I'm not crediting myself for too much. Here. I think it's fairly apparent, mm. but it is like he's dancing for our pleasure. Yes, and he's not overly on board with it. No, there's a, and there's a sarcasm to the way yes, to the poses. That absolutely, he um, and it, they're kind of mesmerising, and he's utterly the focus that he has on you through the camera as he forces you to be entertained and then participate in this violence um, is really moving and stunning and makes me as a guilty white person feel weirdly that I shouldn't be, that this art is not for me. And by, by watching it and enjoying it so much, I'm getting more than I deserve. I think, I think the, the plight and the points are being made it's difficult for someone like you and I to really access because mm. I think that um, other than being, we were talking, weren't we, about how, you know, we live in a, a, a country that used to have an empire, mm. you know, and the interest we enjoy on our bank accounts, everything that we kind of... Yeah, the whole infrastructure of we, our civilization. We benefit from exploitation. Yes. And this is a member of, you know, like a... This is the exploited rebellion, isn't mm. it? In, in a sense. Yes, it's someone who is still living with the legacy of what we did. Yes. So the, as a direct result of the exploitation of Africa and the transatlantic slave trade, the performers in this who are of colour live with daily issues of prejudice and um, like lack of opportunity and threats of violence and everything. And that is a direct result of the things that we have done. Yes. Um, so it is awkward it is mm. it's awkward to watch for for, yes. for and it should be and it yeah is. yeah yeah that that yeah. is the point and it and it does that and actually I think what's so I think he does it with a, with absolute mm. fucking conviction and aplomb it's hugely impressive yeah it's really good um, there's a moment when a gospel choir starts singing yeah. and um, again I was lulled into a oh a gospel choir yeah. so I know where I am party party I, or... I know where I am with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, oh good, okay, I've got some footing now. Yeah. Now we're going to be, and then he just pulls out an AK forty seven yeah. and shoots them all. And again, it's that machine like efficiency. Yeah. It happens so quickly. Yeah, in one smooth move, someone throws in the gun. He sweeps them with bullets, and then like, then gets tosses rid of it the gun off again. On. Yeah, and carries on. Yeah, this yeah, with the, with his jerky like dance and stuff. It absolutely captivating. Mm. There's a very quick moment where the camera sweeps up, and you see people in with their faces concealed, mm. filming it on their phone. Um, yeah. Which added an eerie dark element to it. 
Yes. I, I thought. The, the music video rightly makes me feel like I should shut up and listen rather than pontificating to my other white friend about what I think, which is what I'm doing right now. I was going to say, when you were talking about how you didn't really fit, it was, it was like, it wasn't right if you'd have an opinion on it. I was like, right, well, that, thank you very much for listening. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, no, I, like, I feel perfectly comfortable to talk about this because I just think it's great. Mm. Like, it's open to its, it's very open to interpretation. He, he, he refuses to be drawn on it. He won't, he won't put it into context. He won't say, he says mm. it's, it's for people to interpret as they, as they wish. I respect that enormously it gives i think him him saying that mm. i think gives us license to talk about it yes you're right if he said no it's your interpretation then we are yeah. allowed our interpretation he's I mean, chosen to, so much speculation it's, it's, it's out there it's accessible to everyone yeah. it's not like he's um you know there were certain if you wanted to hit a certain sort of person there were channels in which you could do that like this was openly released to everyone i don't think yeah. that we're encroaching on anything by talking about it particularly as i think both of us only really have positive things to say about it yes hugely positive i'm always like worried though that um when it's stuff like this which you know it's such an overt it's not just that it's made by a black performance it's like it's so overtly political what mm. they're talking about and it's so talking about the specifics oh and isn't it a relief um, to be talking about a music video that actually has a fucking point yeah. that actually has a, a you know there's some purpose behind mm. it isn't there i mean whatever the the purpose is it's just nice to yeah that's you know so much thought and creativity and art and it, it, seriousness and yes you know, anger and yeah it's brilliant it's a brilliant piece of art it's not a song cool. about a penis is it it's not a song about penis it's or, not a song about a lady with stand. a big bottom or yeah or, lady or with a big how bottom. much somebody likes bottoms or um about how someone loves someone they've just met none of these things no it's it's about many things it's a howl and snarl of injustice and yes um a wonderful piece of sarcastic art yeah it's no no it's a it's a it's a work. it's it's a it's a tempest of protest mm. it, it, it's yeah it's fantastic watch it if you haven't watched it watch it it is it is so challenging and interesting and we're spoiled here yeah. because we normally have to talk about well i mean for example i remember once having to ask you if when ladies do the splits if they're Labia separates slightly. Yeah, that, that that's was, normally the sort of low water mark <laughs> for the discourse that we get here. That's normally, but that's normally what we're dealing with. Yeah, and like all of the speculation about yeah. <laughs> the speculation about labia. Whereas this yeah, is this is a, a little queep. This is a Nicki Minaj video. Um, and the answer is yeah, probably. <laughs> My tastes in in visual art are on the darker side. This is darkness ridden through it, but darkness mm. with a purpose. Mm. I love the fact that, you know, because I'm, I'm an actor, I'm a, well, I train as an actor. Um, I love seeing... Two different things, looks like. <laughs> yeah. I, um, you know... I also I, train as an actor, but I would not call myself one. I, I love how engaged he is facially. Mm. I, I, I love how, like, everything in it is narrative. Everything yes. is, held, is, is, is there for a purpose and for a reason. Mm. You know, I'm not. I'm not liking this music video because of um, white guilt. I'm liking it because it's really fucking it's good, good. thought out, meticulously um, planned and executed. Mm. Like, no, no, no. I yeah. fuck, fuck, feeling guilty for liking it. It's, it, you know, it's good. It's just, it's just good. It's just really, really good. However, I watch that video reasonably regularly. It's on my list of things that I watch at work when I want to just chill for a bit. But I always watch the video. I don't listen to it on my headphones. Do you ever listen do I like to the, the song? Do you like the song independent of the video? <sighs> have you ever actually listened to the song independent of the video? Um, yes, I have. Uh -huh. um, because it was on the music round of 
my quiz. Okay. That I do for so you not only listen to it, but made everyone else listen. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Good um, work. And I confess, before I'd seen the video, and I just heard the song. Yeah, and I, I didn't like the mm. song. Um, but then again, I hadn't really listened to the lyrics in the song. Mm. Um, I would wager that it is very much made to be a visual thing. Mm. Yeah, they are of a piece. I don't think that um, it. I don't think he. I might be wrong, but he won't talk about it. So. Maybe I'm entitled mm. to speculate. I don't think he released it hoping to get to number one. No. I don't think that was the... No, I don't the, think he thought this will be... You I know, mean, and I'm not criticising it musically. It's not to my taste. Mm. Like, you know, um, it's very repetitious at times. There are some weird shifts in... But it's, it's more art house. It's, it's, it's more kind of... It's not really pop, is it? No, no. It's, it's yeah, visual. It's a, a visual piece of art. Like, it's a, yeah. all of a piece, the art, any more than you would say... Would you, oh, you know, if you really like the film Titanic, oh, yeah, but would you listen to just the soundtrack? Is that, well, uh, you know, would you listen to just the sound of the film without looking mm. at the pictures of the film? Is that, well, I could, I suppose, but now I'd want to see them both together. Yes, lyrically speaking, there are moments in the lyrics where it's clear he's making a point about the plight of black people. Yes, I mean, it's, it's explicit in the lyrics. Um, yeah, I mean, I think now that, because I saw the video and the music together, Obviously, if I heard the music, I would think about the events of the video. So I couldn't, I could no longer separate them in my mind. Um, and that isn't always the I... case with a with a song and a music video. No. I mean, you, you know, it it is interesting for that. The, the two are, I would say, yeah. bound. You know, frequently, honestly, like even songs that I've listened to a lot on YouTube, I could not tell you what the video looked like. I have mm. no interest in what the video looks like. Every so often, you know, if this is a song I've been listening to a lot and enjoying. I'll sort of, you know, click onto the the window that's got the video on halfway through. It sounds like I don't do anything at work. I do, I do, I do work. <laughs> but I also listen to music. And uh, sometimes it'll sort of ruin because I've had this picture in my mind of what the what the song is about. And then you'll see the, like, the visual representation by the artist themselves. And you're like, oh, that's much less interesting than what I just thought of. Yes. Um, I thought it was about this and it's about that. Um, okay, here's a question. Mm-hmm. If you'd only heard, it's very, this is very hypothetical, mm. but if you'd only heard the music, would you have imagined anything like? No. No, I, 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 I can't think what I'd have imagined. But it wouldn't have been. Would not have been that. No, exactly. Um, Which is great, I, yeah. I think, you know, I, because actually, but I do think the two work together. Yes, yeah, like I said. It's they're, disjointed, they're it's be... kind of, um, it's atonal at times, isn't it? You know, it's it's, it's interesting. Yeah, art. and that, but we've got, there's such a sweep of the music video, this is like, in fact, I think there's only one cut in it. And there may be other cuts which uh, are I hidden, believe it's shortly after the, sh- the the gospel choir gets shot, there's a yes, cut, I believe. Yes, there is a cut. But until then, it's this one sweeping shot which mm. moves. Um, I, I'm waving my arms around and moving, which obviously you can't see. Um, but, but it's splendid, it's, listeners. It's, it's very expressive. I should get some kind of grant. <laughs> so, yeah, it kind of... The, the, the shifts in tone of the lyrics and the action are sort of are brought together by the camera work mm. and then... It's the whole thing. So there was a lot of speculation online because people have picked this video apart because it's so interesting. Um, and the final shot, which is a long pullback from the performer, and on the uh, right-hand side of the screen, as you look at it, stage left, 
one person is kind of in view with a water bottle. I think you've read the speculation about this. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, just He just kind of pulls out of shot. And there's so much speculation about, is this a camera person in the wrong place? Was this meant to be in there? Right, okay. And people saying, no, every single, every moment of this video I would assume it was important. I would assume it was intended if it was in there, because the whole thing... That, that would be the assumption. People saying, oh, it represents, you know, the um, the water contamination of the pipeline. Like, it's this, it's that. No, 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 it's about... Um, you know, plastics in the ocean. This is a water bottle that's going to like choke turtles and other people. And some people saying, no, it's just like some guy. Um, but it's hard to believe in a video that tightly controlled anything is just no. there. For well, it ends with him being chased as well. Yes. And actually, the interview I saw with him, he was specifically asked about the ending. Mm. And that was, he was, if anything, annoyed that having said he doesn't want to talk about it, to, he, he, he just reiterated, like, yeah. You know, but. He runs away from faceless people. Yes, his face chased by a mob. If his face has genuine terror on it, like mm. it's not difficult. I, well, I, I don't think that's particularly confusing myself. But then that's the point. I suppose mm. you come to your own conclusions. Um, D- uh, Donald Glover himself isn't a relation of um, Danny Glover. Okay, the actor. He gets asked about that a lot. Apparently. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I suppose I can see. Yeah. That they might. Well, they're both lazily. called Glover. Yeah. Both called Glover. He, he isn't. He's be related. incredibly impressive. He's an actor, comedian, singer, writer, producer, director, rapper, songwriter, and a DJ. Mm. Oh, fuck off. I know, right? Well, um, anyone can be a DJ. <laughs> he wrote for 30 Rock, Tina Fey. At the risk of derailing this conversation, I have found 30 Rock a massive disappointment. I don't yeah, no, I don't get it either. I agree. No, I like Tina Fey very much. It, um, but I d- everything that it says it's parodying it is, in fact, To doing. me, it's tone deaf. Mm. It doesn't... I always think it just misses slightly. It the thing the problem that it's supposed that it thinks it's addressing is in fact falling into in that it says it's about the problems of like a female led comedy and then the not just that we are shown the difficulties but the actual program itself sides so we then we have Alec Baldwin who's oh he's meant to be odious like yeah but the, the he's not portrayed as such he's portrayed as cool and in control hugely endearing yeah we're actually. meant to like him he gets yeah. all the good lines he's never brought low there's never an art that he learns to be other and then you've got these really tedious stuff about oh Liz Lemon worries about being fat so she isn't and also that's really boring there's if, almost every single episode fails the Bechdel test got two women in there who are meant to be best friends who almost never speak to each other one of them is nuts and the other you know is often having problems about well like, women well women i, mean, I know they are. Like, well actresses particularly they are nuts, they? Right? just crazy and i mean i like jane krakowski and so i just loosen that straight jacket for you there, there you go sorry <laughs> thank you man he's got two children both boys uh-huh. one of them i could only find the name of one of them he's called okay. legend that is a lot to live up to make of that what you will um and yes, as I've said, he's wow. very well. I know legend, legend. Gambino, no legend Glover. Obviously. I think oh, what I do if I was his son is I would pronounce it legend. Yeah, I'm a total legend. And and try and mm. gain some self-deprecation from that because or just change it like you know yeah, if you Christ. were called Zowie. Legend, fucking you hell. might change it. It's a, I mean, it could be worse. It could be Your Majesty, as Jermaine Jackson genuinely called one of his kids. Your Majesty. Your Majesty. Wow. <laughs> wow. Which is like, you know, it's what you'd call your dog if you were drunk. Like, it's kind of, it's like a joke name, isn't it? It's not for a human. Um, anyway, so carry on about Donald Glover's sterling achievements at the age of 21. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, basically, like, he's, he is just, just annoyingly, um, he's 32. Yeah. He's, um, 
Yeah. What must that be like? Ugh. It, it, it is quite depressing how impressive he is. Mm. I, I watched an interview with him because he's in the um, the Star Wars films playing um, Laszlo, I think it is. He plays the... Oh, um, Lando, no. Lando Carizian. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, thank goodness you're here. I, I also so think that actually, like, like I, th- I think you and I are maybe focusing on the kind of white guilt thing. Yeah. I think also we're, we're not American. And, and I think this has got, it's called This Is America. Yes. I think it is very, it's, it's specific, yes, it's specific to, the, to, the, the, to what yeah. is going on, you know, because I mean, I, I had some American friends who were living over here for a while. They're from Kentucky, mm. um, who were horrified when Trump, they, they were over here when mm. Trump got in, horrified. Um, but obviously all that happened was whenever they met anyone, everyone went, oh, what about Trump, eh? Yeah. And they actually got a bit bored of having to, like, go, well, we didn't vote. For-. I mean, yeah. I mean, the fact they owned a, owned a passport, like, puts them in, like, the top yeah. 25% of Americans in terms of actual kind of being curious, you know. So then Brexit happened. Mm. Yeah, and actually, same, sort of. whenever someone would give them grief about Trump, they would throw Brexit back in yeah. that person's face to go, yeah, well, you voted to leave the EU. And I always thought that's a false equivalence. It's not really the same, you know, like, as ill... As Ill thought out as Brexit might be you literally have a Sesame Street Muppet in charge mm. of your country you know it's not yeah. the, it's he's not been the... very explicit about that one of the problems with Brexit is that you know the the leave side lied about things so there was misinformation I don't think anyone can say there was misinformation about Trump so no. um, I don't think he concealed at any point who he was and what his thoughts were no. however I, I'm sure all this is going to get cut but when the problem with sort of making an individual responsible for a nation is a that's ridiculous, and b yes, this is the same course. nation who you know elected Barack Obama for two terms. They didn't have a complete personality change, a complete you didn't get out all the population, ship them in. They these are the, the same people. The people who voted for Trump were still there in the Obama years, and the people who voted for Obama are still there now. So this is we can't say that we can't judge America wholly on that because I think my 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 friend suffered because. You know, like the truth is, I don't know many Americans. Do you? No, not really. This is it. You see, I so say I was close friends. When you encounter him. some, you sort of go, "Ooh, mm. well, I know you've got." Oh, what's the thing about you? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, but like you know, so I, I, the reason I brought that up really was to try and demonstrate how you know it really is a fucking foreign country, America, mm. and I, I, I don't, I don't. Even though I mean Ben and I particularly like I just love talking to Ben. So interests. It, it, if anything, the differences were so apparent. You know, mm. it really is. A, so, I imagine being black in America is very different from being black in. Mm. I'm sure there are similarities. Yep, there's commonality of experience. But 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 but, but, but I, I wonder. You know, for example, the fact that guns are so prevalent mm. over there adds a degree of threat. I'd imagine. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I think in in many ways actually this is America. That it it's the Americanness. Yes, of yeah, it right. that is. isolates me more than the black element actually. Yes. Say. Yeah. No, I think you're, I think you're very right. I remember a friend of mine who did a lot of work in both America and Europe, saying how you, how we underestimate in England how similar we are to Europe and how different we are from America. We think we're like America because we're very familiar with them through their language and through their like culture. We consume the TV and the music and their films and all that kind of stuff. So we think we know them, but we don't. And we do things like Europeans. And she said doing business with Europeans like there is a shared. Um, understanding of how that happens which is very different in America and you get a lot of misunderstandings um, kind of occurring when you try and do business with Americans because they're just it's just different yeah um, yeah absolutely 
you don't have that that shared cultural assumption in the way that you do and and then therefore i think you know fitting the song is called this mm. is america I, I i i would say that's what left me feeling mm. excluded yes in a good you know. way like like you say this is more like i have been allowed to see something which I would not otherwise have been able to mm. see, rather than, well, this has got nothing to do with me, so I'm going to stand like a spectator. Um, it's that kind of, yeah, I, I have, it's, I'm glad that I've been allowed to see this. I don't, mm. yeah. And that it's aimed at me is good, because you know what, not everything is aimed at me. No, and that and, and that's okay. Yeah, that's it's good. I'm not the centre of the world, it turns out. So Imogen, bad feeling, good feeling, thumbs up? Thumbs up, two thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yes, Very no. much. If I had more than two thumbs, I would put them all up. Yes, um, this is fantastic. If you haven't seen it already, um, go about it. Uh, that brings us to the end of our 2018 review. I think we've picked four reasonably diverse Yeah, I think we've got two videos. Likes. Three men and only one girl, though. We need to change that next. That's true. It's slightly penis-heavy, isn't it? It is a bit penis-heavy. We've got two... Well, one openly gay performer. Yeah. I don't know about Janelle Monáe. No, I don't either, actually. Uh, but the video, I, I felt, was pretty lesbian. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, got some white performers, some performers of colour. Yeah. That's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, they're all young. Um, but you're right, it was a bit of a dick fest. Bit of a dick fest this time. But I, think, all... I think pink with a Y, kind of like that's quite a balancing thing, isn't it? There was a lot it of... Was, it, it was very, there. very feminine. It was. It was very Volvo. Well, I think we've come to the end of the first ever flat pop of 2019. We have. And I think we reviewed a, a fine cross-section of music videos I think we did I think we got some good ones some ones we didn't like so much I still think we've been spoiled though and I think the next mm. episode which I promise listeners will be soon um, is going to be a, a bump back to reality and it's mm. going to be b- bottoms and yeah. genitals again I'm afraid yeah I think it's going to be lots of humping yeah. lots of women rubbing their asses on walls well um, thank you so much for listening it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me goodbye goodbye <laughs> Thanks for listening to Flat Pop. If you liked it, please tell your friends, family and strangers, or don't, and pass our opinions off as your own. Give us a follow on Twitter and on Instagram as Flat Pop Pod. Unarguably the best part of the podcast, our music comes courtesy of Gareth Cooper. Thanks, Gareth. See you next time.